Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Inside MTV Siesta Key. I'm Laura Finaldi. And I'm Anna Bryson. And we're here to talk about episode four, season three, Siesta Key. My goodness, so much happened. It was crazy. It was wild. Yeah. What do you what was like the most wild part for you? Like what sticks out to you? When Kara leaves on the boat. <laughs> People kept bringing that up to me and saying that was the most dramatic part, but I didn't even really notice because Someone on the on a Facebook group said, bye, Kara, Kara's gone. And then on MTV.com, it said, is Kara gone from Siesta Key? And like that just never crossed my mind that like she was actually going to be gone from the show. But that's kind of the impression that people seem to get. Is she? I don't think so. Maybe. Not like she, she needs it. was talking about how Florida's so stupid. Yeah, she basically insulted the entire state. Yeah. How do you feel about that as a Floridian? Um, offended. I think that I'm way... Wait, can I say <laughs> I'm yes. way smarter than her? Yeah, and I'm sure. I'm from Florida. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, Kara. Sorry, Kara. <laughs> you have other good qualities. I'm a northerner, and like I know that there's plenty of people in Florida that are very smart. So it's just, you know, I mean, it's, that's just Kara being Kara. Kara, Kara, Kara. So, okay, let's get, to, let's get into this episode. This is, I really have to say... I'm a big fan of Juliet's boss, Courtney. Big fan. She is yeah. not taking any crap yeah. whatsoever. Love her. Um, I have written down that... Wait. Go ahead. No, okay. no. I was just going to say Juliet's hair looks amazing in the first... <laughs> it, did, it did. Yeah. I think that she should be fired already. Absolutely. Like, she should be fired just for asking to take a week off when she just started. Absolutely. Like, that's fucking... Re- oh. 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 It's okay. We'll just Wait. move past it. It's fine. Just keep going. Uh, Excuse that, please. Um, I'll try to figure out how to bleep it out, but I'm not like super high tech. Um, So anyway, I forget what I was even saying. You were saying it was ridiculous Uh, that Juliet even asked for permission to go to Greece. Okay, right. Like this is the real world. When you have a job, you can't do stuff like that. I know. It's to be honest. Like don't. Like I just thought maybe. I don't know. They always say millennials do stuff like that. I know she's not a millennial, but they always like that's like the stereotype of millennials to think that you don't have to show up and you don't have to do anything and no one's going to get mad at you and there'll be no consequences. But it was ridiculous. And I mean, we'll get into this later. But the point that Courtney made about Juliet and like beating up Chloe was just I mean, someone got to put that girl in her place. But anyway, so we've got um, Kara and Alex talking about. Crescent Club. Crescent Club. So I haven't been there since Gary bought it, but I love Crescent Club. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it doesn't deserve to be owned by them. Like it's a very, it's a locals only spot. It's like you go there at 3 p.m. and it's crowded with like the same old men who go there every single day. There's a vintage cigarette machine. 
They have amazing Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. Oh, and in the morning, like this is how much of a locals place it is. People come there in the morning and they serve coffee, and then after their coffee, they start drinking their Bloody Marys. It's like the same people. You gotta love that. Is the coffee free? I'm not sure. Yeah, I. That's that's so cool. Um, it it is really a locals place for everyone that has never been there. It's on the south end of Siesta Key, so there's two ways to enter the key from the mainland and it's on the south side which isn't like the village so a lot of the bars where you see them go on the show are in siesta key village this is on the south end of siesta key and it's really it's just a dive bar i remember i went there once with uh our friends i want to say it was like maybe a year and change ago and i was like they don't have food you know, they just have, like, potato chips and stuff. Yeah, it's, like, smoking inside. Yep, smoking's allowed inside. Um, it's just a cool place. But, you know, I, I don't think that Chloe's actually going to be running this bar. I think they're just saying that because of the show. Mm-hmm. Someone responded to me on Twitter, and they were like, I mean, do you really think, like, Chloe's going to be running it with no experience? I'm like, no, it's a show. It's, they're just saying right. that for the show. But, like, they definitely don't need to change Crescent Club. Mm-hmm. It's it's perfect the way it is, and there's not a lot of bars left like that. Yeah. I think Gary actually bought it in 2018. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny, though, is on the show he mentions that he paid over $3 million for it. But when we looked it up at the time of the sale, the property was assessed at like $825,000. Oh. So why would he pay $3 million? I mean, maybe he didn't actually pay it. We don't know how much he actually paid for it. I guess I could have looked the deed up if I could have even found it. But no, so... I don't know. He's, he did mention that in the show, though. He was like, oh, it wasn't even worth... I paid $3 million. Like, just why? Just to pay $3 million for it? I don't know. But that's it was really, really interesting Like to hear them talk about Crescent Club because it is such a legendary place in Sarasota. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, the idea of them having tiki drinks <laughs> makes me sad. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like you said, Bloody Marys, gin and tonics... Just shots of whiskey, beers. It's mm-hmm. just one of those places. So, you know, if, and if you think it's too rough, then don't go. That's exactly the mentality. Right. We should go back this weekend. Yeah. Maybe. We'll let you guys know. We'll uh, be there on Saturday. <laughs> All the talk is, like, making me really nostalgic for Crescent Club. It's a cool place. I got, like, two martinis there once, and they're, like, the martinis are, like, insanely cheap. But really good stuff. Um, okay. So then we get into the sort of, like, so Alex is back, so... He has to kind of get involved in one of the love triangles. And the one he's going to get involved with now is Kara. He's into Kara. Uh, Chloe, you know, they're talking about Kara. And then you cut to Kara and Victoria having drinks at this place called Umbrellas 1296, which is right downtown. Have you been there? No. It's the perp. You know which one I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, with all though? the vines on the outside. Yeah, it's right near the opera house. It's pretty good. It's just like kind of pricey. It opened recently. Um, and so Alex and Kara are vibing and Kara's into it. And, um, this is when Chloe tells Alex that Kara had cheated on Garrett with her ex-boyfriend when she was in New Jersey. So that's kind of, you know, planting the seeds. Why would the hell would Chloe tell her that? Like, why would he tell Alex that? Like, I mean, if, if Kara's her friend, then why wouldn't, why would she go around telling her business to... Do you think it's even true? I don't know. I mean, Kara did say she's cheated on every boyfriend she's ever had. Except him. Except Garrett. But big accomplishment. I know. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if she did cheat. I mean, I don't know. But she must have had a lot of fake rage, though, because she was really mad. Yeah, but the I don't know. Like I feel like she's one of those people that can channel rage whenever 
she needs to or whenever she wants to. So that could have been it too. Um, and then, of course, we see uh, Garrett and Kelsey meeting up on the beach, and he's kind of not happy because he says Kara wasn't listening to what he had to say. And it kind of cuts back and forth to Kara and Victoria, and like Kara saying that she knows they're not meant for each other. And then Kelsey mentions Jared and tells him that they kissed, and Garrett is like, yeah, don't lead him on too much. Because it's pretty obvious from watching the show that Kelsey's really not that into Jared, in my yeah. opinion. What do you think? I agree. Yeah. It's, just, it's not even really worth talking about. Like, I don't know. Um, did you want to add anything about, about that? Okay. So then we have Amanda and Brandon in the pool the morning after. Condom in the pool. Yuck. It's like, what? It's disgusting. A wet condom just, like, floating around in the pool. Like, what? I just don't even... Ugh. I know. Um, And then, of course, Brandon tells Amanda what Madison said about how um, Amanda's, like, you know, not a good person to be involved with. And Amanda's like, that's because Madison's jealous. Uh, And then at that point, Jared was like, oh, Kelsey could definitely be the one. It's like... Uh, okay. No, she's not. Definitely not. What? Um, so, okay. Then we get a great scene of Juliet and Courtney eating lunch at the Lemon Tree. Have you been to Lemon Tree? No. Do you know where it is? Yeah. Right near Art Ovation Hotel. Um, and Do you oh, go there? I went there on Sunday. Oh, with that guy? Yeah, with, yeah, with that guy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm exploiting Laura's love. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was good. It was, uh, you know, I actually ordered like the most unhealthy thing on the menu, which was a grilled cheese with like, you know, roasted vegetables. But the, their whole thing is like it's a healthy restaurant. So they have a lot of like avocado toast, things like that. It's from a company called Tableside, which is also the one behind Libby's and Oakenstone oh. in town. Yeah. So they're eating lunch at Lemon Tree. And. So that's when Courtney starts talking about how she heard that Juliet punched someone and how it looks bad on the store. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I just don't understand. I mean, it must just be such a setup. Does she actually work there? I don't know. Like, there is no way she would still have a job. (sighs) And that conversation seemed very um, prepared. Yeah, yeah. Just the way she was talking. Like, mm-hmm. when she was saying, I'm happy to know this won't happen again. Yeah. It almost seemed like a line. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that it's possible that Juliet actually works there. But then again, I don't... Like, can we... Is the, We should just go there. I know, but I, I tried looking it up, and I couldn't find it. But I don't... To be is honest, it even a real business? I don't know. I, I bet it is. But to be honest, I didn't try that hard, because I thought it was called Blend Boutique. Um... But I couldn't find anything on because she said it was on Siesta Key. But then again, it could have just been one of those things where they say that everything's on Siesta Key on the show. Yeah, they use Siesta Key and Sarasota as interchangeable phrases, which they're not. No, Siesta Key is not Sarasota. Right, because right. Siesta Key is its own thing. Like it's a part of Sarasota, but Sarasota well, Sarasota County. Yeah, Sarasota County, yeah. but the whole thing is Sarasota County. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah, I don't know. I looked it up and I couldn't find anything but there is a store in the mall called blend bikinis but i don't think that's it Mm. i think it's a boutique yeah um and that's when juliet decides to ask for time off and her her consolation to courtney is i'll work while i'm there i'll bring clothes me and robbie will wear them 
she said she'll steam clothes while she's there. So you're going to take clothes with you yeah. to Greece and then steam them and then put them back in your suitcase? <laughs> They're going to get wrinkled again. <laughs> so dumb. Didn't think that went through. No, not at all. Also, what is even her job? I... Like she's getting coffee and then talking about steaming clothes? I know. I think she's just doing whatever Oof. Courtney needs. Like she, she was doing... I mean, basically, Courtney was like, we're going to need you 24-7, I think, just setting up a store. But I don't know. I don't know how this whole thing happened for Juliet, but she's kind of blowing it right now. Um, and, and then she's like, you know, I'm taking it back that you even asked, which is totally fair. Um, yeah, so that's that. And then there's the whole scene at Crescent Club where they actually walk into Crescent Club, and it kind of looks like, didn't you think that Crescent Club on the show. I mean, I'm only ever there at night, but it looked a lot more like Mad Men on the show. I thought it looked the same. I've only okay. actually been there in the daytime. Oh, <laughs> I've never been there in the daytime. Um, well, maybe I have, but it's always like dark in there. Super but, dark. Yeah. But Chloe wants to add TVs and create a cocktail menu, which no. sounds like a terrible idea. It's not a sports bar. Um, and then... So they're talking about going on the boat later, and Alex says he's excited for Kara to go on the boat. <sighs> Whatever. Drinking White Claw. <laughs> yeah. Summer of the Claw. <laughs> it really was. Um, okay, and then we have Juliet at Robbie's house. What a great boyfriend Robbie is. Mm. He says, she tells him what the situation, and he's like, you know, like, I... I can't, like, the itinerary's done, and, like, he doesn't want, he says, I don't want you to get down on your knees and beg your boss. But, like, it's just a vacation. I mean, he should have known. He should have known. Like, he, he didn't give her the tickets until after graduation. Like, he should have known she was working all summer. Not, neither of them live in the real world. Yeah. So, all right, it was, I think it's also inconsiderate of him to do that. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think Robbie just lives in this influencer bubble. He just thinks everything is influencer. He doesn't think about it. He's not thinking about the consequences. I think he's a bad boyfriend. He's oh, not, yeah. not a supportive boyfriend. No, not at all. Yeah. Okay, so what do we got next? I think we have Juliet and Courtney drinking at another tableside restaurant, which is Libby's. In Southside Village. And we've been there. Mm-hmm. You know which scene I'm talking about when they're drinking the wine? And yeah. she tells Courtney like, that she's actually going to Greece. Mm-hmm. So that was Libby's, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, because like, you could see the pink building across the street um, in the background. Remember we went to Libby's that one time? With Jimmy and Ryan? Yes, on Memorial Day. Yeah. Remember? What did we get? Like, I think I got, like, steak tartare or something. Do you remember what you got? I think I was just drinking. I, but I also remember I didn't really know you at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Because that, that was, like, a... Remember they had those blue drinks? Oh, it was good. But, um, yeah. So, at that point, you know, Courtney's pretty pissed. Understandably so. <laughs> oh, Juliet. Um, she says, you know... Juliet's like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime trip. And Courtney says, yes, like my once-in-a-lifetime business opening. Completely fair. Um, Okay. Then we get the scene where we couldn't figure out where it was with Amanda and Madison. Remember? 
Yeah. Was, yeah, isn't it Classico? Yeah, well, we couldn't. Re- we like we kept rewinding it and like pa- pausing it and trying to figure out where it was, but we were told that it was Classico. We love Classico. Yeah, we do. So it's a sort of like I think we've talked about it before this season. Just like it's you know big place for nightlife in downtown Sarasota. Yeah. It's like it's they have food, but at night it's like a club. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went there. Um, <laughs> I threw up in a bush last time. Wait, you there. did? Oh, wait. Was that the there last with time? And he bought, like, bottles oh, of champagne. Oh, my God. That was crazy. That was, that was so a it's, night. It's a fun place. Yeah. yeah. That was a night. Well, I mean, the thing is, when, when you're drinking like you would normally drink, and then your friend decides to buy <laughs> bottles of champagne... Like at a bar, at a bar where they're definitely overcharging for it and buying everyone, getting everyone a glass. Like, what what do you think's gonna happen? Thanks, G. <laughs> it's gonna unsell your stomach, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're they kind of have the oh, and that's when Amanda's drinking a jalapeno margarita, um, and she kind of confronts Madison about talking crap about her. Mm-hmm. And how do you think Madison handled that? Um. I don't know. I just don't see why she's so pressed about it. Yeah, like, why does she care? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like she still has feelings for him. I didn't think that she did until Ish left, you know? Because she seemed really into Ish. But then, like, as soon as he's gone, she's, like, wondering about what's going on with Brandon. I don't know. I mean, I think she's definitely in love with Ish. Yeah. I don't know, like, stop being pressed about Brandon. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know. It's just, it is kind of weird. It doesn't really make sense. Like, just for me, like, if it were me, and it was, like, my ex who I was, like, friends with, I wouldn't, I don't know. Like, it's because the thing is, like, it seems like a casual thing between him and Amanda. So it's not like he really has to worry about getting, I mean, the thing is, I don't really buy into the whole Brandon and Amanda thing just because I know from Instagram he's gotten back together with Camilla so I don't really think about like I don't think that the thing with Amanda is like super high stakes but I guess it does kind of get weird later on in the episode um and then we have a shot of well then we get Juliet talking to her mom about the Greece thing again which we've kind of already talked a lot about that so then we have um Madison and Ish FaceTiming and we find out that Madison's dad actually does like Ish well as a person, yeah. what do you say? But just not for his daughter. Yeah, he said, like, the the worst thing about him is that he, I think, what does he say? That he's in love with my daughter, that he likes my daughter. Yeah. But I That's think... It's a start, I guess. Yeah. At least he doesn't think he's a terrible person, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that's good. Um, so, I mean, we have, you know, a brief scene of Juliet and Robbie where Robbie basically says, you shouldn't worry about repairing your friendships with Amanda and Chloe, which is crazy. Like, who do you think you are, Robbie? Anyway. Um, (laughs) So then we, I think we go to the boat at this point where there's two separate boats, which was kind of hard for me to figure out who was on what boat. (laughs) Did did you, did you realize there was more than one boat? Yeah. Okay. So it was just me. (laughs) Silly me. Because it was Alex and Chloe, right, and Kara on one boat, and then Jared and Kelsey and Garrett on another one, I think. I don't know. But then, so, we find out what? And what? Polly was on the Polly boat. Polly Paul was there. So, okay, go into your our Polly story. Oh, God, you guys. Do you want to hear this story? So Yes. 
<laughs> I was like wondering if we should talk about it. Um, so last week, you may remember, we Anna had the brilliant idea of inviting Polly on the podcast. So I messaged him on Instagram, and he said he would come on. And we were really excited. We were supposed to come yesterday. But so then he messages me on Tuesday. Very nice. And he said... Hey, like the MTV lawyers just called me. They said that I can't go on the podcast because I'm still under contract. I had a lot of funny things to say. It was going to be your best episode ever. And I was like, oh, you know, I honestly, I bet it would have been because we'd been thinking about what to ask him. Um, we had questions. Yeah, we had up. a lot of questions. And, you know, I, it's nice to know that he was thinking about what he wanted to say, too. I'm sure it would have been funny, but he wasn't allowed to come. So I just told him. Hey, you know, it's cool. Sorry about the lawyers, but um, just when you get off your contract, just come on the podcast. And he said, yeah, sure, I will. So, yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to get him on but soon. But how does that even make sense? I mean, Madison was on the podcast. I know. How come Polly can't be on? I know. And he's not even, like, on the show. I know. It's it's a good question. It's a good question. Maybe, um, well, our theory was that the lawyers know how outrageous he is yeah it's like madison is not gonna say anything you know crazy that's gonna harm the show yeah holly on the other hand well especially since especially since he hasn't been on the show that much this season and he's been posting a lot of instagrams of dms that he's getting from people saying where are you where are you where are you why aren't you on the show the show sucks now like you know so i think maybe there would have been some of that because I was definitely going to ask him about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. I guess they probably just didn't want to like let him loose for that reason. Because yeah. I mean, when you think of people that are going to be outspoken, like Polly's on one end, Madison's on the other end. Right. You know, and I just figured because the reason the way we got into contact with Madison, I think, was because Elizabeth DeGenis knew her and like maybe had her phone number or something or knew someone that did. So that's kind of how that so I didn't even think it was like she had to go through MTV PR but maybe that's something we should do like we should think about doing that you know to see if we can get people on the podcast that'd be awesome um but yeah it, it would have been great to have him but we'll hopefully do it again uh. at some point um so all right so we get Amanda and her ex right Jared invites JJ onto the boat what do you think of JJ he seemed all right but when they were talking about Brandon, Amanda didn't seem too. She wasn't really trying to say like, "Yeah, I'm with someone." She yeah. kind of brushed it off. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did date for three years, so it seems like that was a very significant relationship to her. And then Brandon, it just it just isn't the same connection, you know? Because um, because um, screwing with Anna's mic here. <laughs> she's shoving it. I'm in my sorry. I'm <laughs> just trying to make sure that she's talking into it. Um, but yeah, I just don't think that they're her and Brandon are like gonna fall in love because if they would have already, you know, at this point, I think. But I mean, apparently he was really bad. Like he treated her badly. But I was looking at their Instagrams like from years ago. And they dated for a long time, and there's some cute pictures of them, and he seemed like he was really into her, so I don't know. Just, you know, one of those things, I guess. But that was before Siesta Key. So now he's on the show, too. Welcome. Welcome, JJ, to the cast. Um, and then we have... So that's really embarrassing for Brandon when they're wakeboarding. Yeah. Some, some <laughs> genius producing right there. Like, JJ's just killing it, like, riding the waves, and Brandon can't even get out of the water. (laughs) 
to be honest, I probably couldn't get out of the water either. Could you? Uh, I've done it once, and yeah, it was not very good. Have you ever water skied? No. Okay, because that was what I tried to do. I was probably 13, and I'm scarred for life because I was so embarrassed that I couldn't get up. Um, so, okay, you know, we have the White Claw product placement. Alex is going to teach Kara how to drive his boat. She says she does, that, you know, you don't have to. can't believe how blonde Polly is. <laughs> he looks like he's just baking out there. Um, yeah, and I don't know. So then I guess it, the big thing is Alex and Kara at the end, which is, pre- which is pretty funny. Um, you know, he says something about how most of her boyfriends can't read and how they miss hanging out together. They both have that like sense of freedom. They both want some freedom in their lives. Um, yeah. What do you think about that conversation and like the chemistry between Alex and Kara? Before it blew up? Yeah, just just a, just in general, like before that, and then we'll go into it. I don't know. I didn't sense like a strong connection there, really. Yeah. They're kind of a ticking time bomb, I think, every single time they get together, which is exactly what happened. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. So Alex says he can never see her with Garrett, which I think is accurate. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so <laughs> that's when he mentions that, like she says, I've learned to stop cheating and stop lying from being around you guys. And she says she's proud she hasn't cheated on Garrett, but he doesn't believe her. And she says she's proud she hasn't messed up. And he says something like, oh, that's how I feel about Juliet. And Kara's like, but you cheated <laughs> on her every two seconds. And then she just kind of starts screaming, mm-hmm. like about how she didn't cheat on Garrett and how everyone is stupid because they're from Florida and no one finished high school. And she's so obsessed with that line. Yeah. It's really weird. Why does she, it's so weird how she, I don't know. I get, but then Chloe's just like sipping her beer. Oh, my favorite line was from Kara. Maybe Chloe will suck your dick. That was hilarious. Or she, well, I think like her point was like, I'm not going to kiss your ass, but everyone else here will, which I think is why Alex likes her. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So she starts screaming. A producer says something like, I can't tell you guys what to say, and then takes her home. And she kind of jets off on a little boat. Dramatic. Very dramatic. But honestly, I mean, people have been saying that Kara, oh, is Kara off the show now? Um, I don't think so, but I don't really care whether or not she's there, to be honest with you. Yeah, she is not my favorite part. Honestly, this whole season, every time it's a plot line with her, I'm kind of bored. Yeah. She's annoying. I mean, she has been really annoying this season. All she does is, like, yell at people and get mad at them and, like, tell Garrett how much he sucks when he literally is madly in love with her. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. It's, I don't have really strong feelings about Kara either way. I just find her annoying this season. I remember Brian really liked her when she first came on the <laughs> really? show. Yeah, he really liked her. She was like his favorite. So I think that's it. Did we miss anything? Or is there anything else we want to add or throw out into the universe? Throw out into the universe. Uh, we went and got queso on Monday. <laughs> Wicked you guys Cantina. remember our whole queso conversation. We're actually going to work on a list of best places to get queso in Sarasota. 
that's it. I mean, that's that's a thing we're working on right now. <laughs> what else are we doing? Uh, we're going to go to Crescent Club this weekend. Yep. Check it out. See if Chloe's actually working there. Doubt it. We'll report back about what it's like. I'm, I, I'm sure it hasn't changed. I mean, that was like a year ago that they filmed. So we'll see. Um, I don't think there's anything else other than just like follow us on social media or tweet at us if you have anything you want to add or any corrections or anything like that. I'm at Laura E. Finaldi on Twitter and Instagram. And I am Anna Maria Bryson on Twitter and on Instagram, Anna Bryson. <laughs> I hate my username. I got to change it with Anna Bryson with a zero instead of an O in Bryson. <laughs> Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. Send us your thoughts. We will see you next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.